NFT time. Love it. NFT time, incorporating our love for golf and our newfound passion for NFTs. Love it. Love it. Which I think is something that we can definitely kind of share our experience with other people, but also, you know, let everybody know that we are not like savvy investor bazillionaire people, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Like myself included in that, like there's no, I'm dumb when it comes to, I wouldn't say I'm dumb, but like when it comes to financial advice, like I'm not the first one to put up my hand and say, this is what you should or shouldn't do. Totally. Um, Totally like recommend people would do their own research for sure. Um, You know, my background being in in golf and being from central Ontario, um, you know, where for most of my, most of my season, you know, I'm, I'm nine months of the year. I'm, I'm just devoted to golf and, and the business aspect of that, but now kind of, you know, having some time off in the winter and, um, some time at home, you know, kind of dove into this, uh, actually you kind of got me into it with your first NFT purchase, but I just kind of wanted to dive deeper. And I thought this would be a good opportunity for us is to, you know, kind of keep ourselves, um, engaged in it and, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe just, you know, have, have discussions about it and, and learn more about this, this new space. Yeah. I think, I mean, at the end of the day, if even if a handful of people start listening to this and are just like, Oh, cool. They're going to talk about some upcoming ones that I can see too and whatnot. And, you know, we're just bouncing ideas off each other. I mean, the more people interested, the better for everybody, right. At the end of the day, you know, it's supply and demand, you know, and if we can generate more demand, then, you know, that's only going to help this kind of space grow. And, and hopefully, every, you know, there's a, there's a plenty of room to play for everybody. So. Yeah, for sure. Kinda, like, what, yeah. what they're sorry to cut you off there, but like what, what I'm hearing in the space is that, you know, only if, you know, less than 5% of the world is, is really kind of in this space. I'm sure maybe that's gone up a little bit, but you know, it's really dictated mm. based on, you know, how, um, how the markets are doing. And, you know, right now with everything going on in the world, it's, you know, it's been a little bit volatile, but you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, maybe that's the best time to, to, to hop into this when it's, when it's low. Right. And to expect a, a shift upwards. So, I mean, yeah, to, yeah. To your point, I mean, like, um, it's, it's a brand new space and, you know, there's definitely infinite possibilities. Yeah. I think like, you know, the fact that cryptocurrency was kind of the first step. Um, and then from there it was kind of like using it, which we'll talk about, you know, I think on a later, um, later on in this podcast or maybe our, our next episode, but um, it's interesting how the shift is now to this NFT space. And, and, and I'll be honest, like when I first heard of it, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, this is stupid. You know, you're telling me a picture, you know, I want to buy this digital picture for $500. Like what, you know, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess like my background is much more, I guess, you know, not like, I'm not, I'm not that tech savvy, even though like my background is, is, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur involved in uh, the drone space, but um, my business partner is the more techie guy of us two. I'm more of a business development guy, a number Mm -hmm. cruncher, that type of thing. But um, it's definitely interesting to see um, 
you know, how the utility plays a factor too, but you know, that's, that's kind of getting ahead of our, ourselves. Um, Cause I mean, I feel like one of the important things for us is, as kind of, you know, we're, 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 we're not, like we said at the beginning, like savvy investors, but we want to help kind of break it down at least into a bit of like a, a pretext. And then from there kind of go into more of, uh, you know, looking at each week, what's coming out, what's not, and and what's hot and what's not in our yeah. opinion, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah, I think like that's kind of how we're going to run this, you know, we're going to have kind of this episode is like the intro and then um, episode two is like a little bit more pretext before we kind of really dive into like recent NFTs that maybe we purchased, um, but also upcoming ones that we think are pretty cool. Um, but, you know, as we're going to say uh, too many times, probably do your own research. Yep. This is just uh, our opinions and we're not giving financial advice. We're just saying what we like and what, um, you know, we're interested in. So yeah, and you to touch I, on your point, I think I think that's our purpose um, to be here is mm-hmm. to to learn and grow as the space evolves, right? Like we don't know everything; um, mm-hmm. things are always changing. But like I would define like a success for us and in our purpose and the way that I see it is, you know, if we're able to bring, like you said earlier, more people into the space. If I was even to you know to get you know I got three older sisters, I got a you know an older mom. Like if they were, if I were able to get them, let's just say, if I were to walk them through their first NFT purchase, like I would say that's a success. You know, if I was able to not necessarily dumb it down, but to, to simplify mm-hmm. for them so that they would understand, you know, being a, a different generation, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the, how I would see us catering this towards it because it's when you and I got in it, it was like so brand new and it's like, whoa, what the hell? It's like, I had just like been born. Like I didn't yes. know how to work my fingers, work my eyes. It was like when I was using a, a MetaMask, like I don't know what that is. Like it's just so, so brand new. And I think that's what scares people. Right. So I think, yeah. So like what, sorry, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. I would just say like, I think our purpose is to just, you know, simplify it for, for people. And, you know, on top of that, when we get into, you know, uh, more episodes as we go along here, then we can kind of shift that, um, you know, once we've kind of talked about or, you know, everything that you kind of need to know to get into the NFT space, like just the basics, then we can kind of mm-hmm. shift towards, you know, what's, what's hot right now. And, you know, kind of go through our own roadmap and you'll hear about roadmaps um, as we go on and on in this podcast, but what's our roadmap? How do we define what's a good project to get into and what isn't? And how do we, how do we kind of mm-hmm. see through our lens? Um, yes, yeah. exactly. And I think like going along with that, I, I might want to point out too that neither of us have done a lot of podcasts. We've This is actually the first one both of us are hosting, mm-hmm. you know, and we've maybe each been on a couple of different people's podcasts, right. but nothing, nothing along the lines of like, we are podcast creator, you know, content creators, definitely not. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like the whole social media train, like I kind of missed the boat, like, even for my business and stuff, I have an Instagram page, you know, we use it uh, mm-hmm. as a company, but like, it's not like where it could be. And, yeah. and, you know, I kind of blame myself on taking my foot off the gas on social media. But with that said, here we are doing a yeah. podcast. So. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Maybe not content creators, but we, we provide content. We're just not, we're just both not that creative. Right. So I think that's kind of how I think we've explained ourselves pretty well here. And I think we could probably dive into, you know, what, what is an NFT? What is an NFT? Like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, to touch on your point, like 
I first thought, oh, what, like, it's, you know, it's just a piece of art, you can, if you can even call it art, some of them, like, that I could probably just yeah. screenshot and, and, and put on my phone. And what's to say that, you know, I don't own that? Well, as we get into this, like, you'll, you'll realize that, hey, it's a little bit different than that. So I like to kind of just break it down. An NFT uh, is a non-fungible token. Um, so to break that down, what, let's look at what fungible really means. Fungible is mm-hmm. something that is able to be replaced with an identical item. So for example, money, if I mm-hmm. had a, a green $20 bill here in Canada, I could exchange it for two tens. I still have 20 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another example, like if I went to the grocery store, I picked up an apple, I walk around, oh, I, I kind of look at it again. I'm like, you know, what? I don't like this. I can go and exchange it for another one. They're both the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we had, talk about tokens, a token is a tradable asset or a utility. So mm-hmm. when you put the word non in front of fungible, obviously it's it's not an identical item. It, there's, exactly. there's many different trades that go along with an NFT, mm-hmm. um, but something that is identical to all these NFTs is that they're found on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. And, yeah. So to, to touch on the blockchain, you know, for just for, you know, a, a simple explanation of that, um, it basically just monitors a secure record of transactions through through NFTs. Yeah, exactly. Would you, would you agree? Yes, I would say, you know, it's like a ledger defining digital transactions, really, you know. Mm-hmm. So anything, any kind of crypto trade or with, you know, transaction that happens both in the crypto world and in nfts which we'll talk about nfts kind of being powered by crypto um you can find the transaction history on the blockchain it's essentially like a a digital ledger right and you can date it back to the original uh, artist who and like the release date and then you can find the first person who purchased that and you can kind of walk through who's had it um who sold it what it was sold for it's it's exactly like you said it's like a it's a ledger of where this item has been and Mm -hmm. you know on the opposite end of the spectrum you can look at a a market like ebay where you know you might buy someone on ebay you don't know where that item's been there's no ledger to it someone's just selling it exactly right someone sold sold me an an autograph austin matthews jersey on ebay Mm -hmm. i might buy it it might come to me how do i know that that's a signature Right. Yeah, exactly. If, so, without that cert- certificate of authenticity, you're kind of like, exactly. anybody could have produced this. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's exactly. where people kind of miss the boat and it kind of scares them a little is they don't understand that you can't fake it. I mean, no, no, you, you really can't. If you, if you do your research and you, and you buy the right, th- sure, there's fakes out there, but you're only going to get caught with, um, you know, fake NFTs if you, if you do something totally unsafe if you buy it off a secondary Mm. market or if you buy it through um, a mint site which we'll talk about later as well that's that's a safe purchase that's on the blockchain exactly and i think another thing you know that we'll talk about maybe on episode two which is a little more pretext um is kind of um you know the importance of you know verification and not getting scammed but also Mm. looking and understanding ether scan right because that kind of opens the doors to the blockchain where you can like look at your wallet, you know, and then from there go back and we'll talk about what a wallet is too, but go back and then see how that transaction came to be, you know, what mm-hmm. went into what came out of the wallet and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I, I think that we've hit like a lot of the, you know, 
basics so you know the blockchain you uh, can talk like episodes just on on the blockchain and how it's yep you know how it really functions on a on a more technical level but i don't for think sure that, that that's not what we you know obviously are getting into but you know why the hype why would you what would you say is like the hype behind nfts well i would say the one for me that i really didn't think about at first is the utility of them i mean mm-hmm. um you know to to bring things to 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 light here um you and i obviously have have purchased a, a couple nfts together uh one being bud light for example um mm-hmm. you know and, and when you look at a company like like that um you know that has some um you know obviously some dollars for marketing um you know let's say that they have big wallets they put on a lot of events if i own an nft in that um in that um sorry if i own a bud light nft and, and they're saying you know owners of a of an nft with us they have access to these events for free or let's say down the road as things get better more people jump into the nft space maybe we go to a a sports game or a concert and there's a bud light stand and if i show them my my nft that i purchased and it's uh, it's verified um and i show my id then you know maybe i'm not paying for beers that night right and i mean Mm -hmm. to me that's that's a really cool utility because you know i love going to concerts i love going to to sports games when i can and if if i'm able to you know essentially drink for free that night i mean that's that's big (laughs) oh yeah right well that's why i think it's interesting like um you know you're talking about how like your sisters could get involved and your mom could get involved and you know, at first I might seem like really getting our our moms involved in like NFTs, but like imagine if they could go to like, I'm just thinking my mom's like a gardener. Like imagine she buys some flower NFT and she gets into like, you know, any botanical garden in North America or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. that, that's exactly what utility is. And I think, you know, you're bang on with that. I mean, those big companies too, when they get behind a project, you know, we'll talk about a bit about that and what that means. Mm-hmm. But um you know, I guess the next thing that comes along with utility, right? Part of the hype is like the metaverse. So, right. Like, what? What's? What is that? Like, if if you're trying to explain that to somebody, like, how do you explain the metaverse? Yeah, I mean, like, it's 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 really difficult to understand. Like, I'm having a tough time um, understanding it as well. But to me, it's a virtual world. Like, you know, it's um, and I think that's obviously we know that's the way that the world is going. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. virtual reality is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. there's no way around it. So it, it, essentially like the metaverse is, is a virtual reality where you can play games. Um, you know, you can build community. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, see, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just going to say, I see it as very social. Like I see mm-hmm. it as a, a very big social experiment slash validation of community, like you were saying. And I think like, that's pretty evident with like Facebook and, and how they've changed into meta, the parent company and whatnot. And I think that um, like you're saying, like it's, it, it's going to be an alternate reality, you know, for, for better, or for worse. Um uh, where, you know, people are going to have their own like avatar and then be able to buy, well, they, you can already buy items just like you can, you know, in real life, you could go buy sneakers and, mm-hmm. and outfits and, and build, you know, buy a plot of land in the metaverse to yep. then build, build a, like a property on, mm-hmm. um, it's really amazing. And that is definitely part of the hype with NFTs, right? Like yep. you're seeing a lot of, projects that are kind of basing 
their roadmap around one of those phases of the roadmap being yep. the metaverse. And, and for sure, we'll, I think we'll talk about the roadmap maybe on the next episode or, or maybe further down this one. I, I can't remember what our plan was, but um, yeah, I, I think that those are two real big ones, right? I think, right. you know, aside from the artwork itself and, you know, people will start to like, you know, as they hopefully listen and tune into our podcast and, and other ones, there's another really good one that NFT for newbies, um, you know, they'll be able to really start to uh, explore, you know, open sea and, and projects that are upcoming themselves, like right from their websites, yep. the uh, independent website. And I think like um, they'll start to see that like the art starts to be like overwhelming. It's like, Oh, for, sure. Um, for sure. How many projects are there, you know? Um, and, but I, you know, that's why I think the utility side of things is, is so important. Right. Yep. Yep. And like you said, I think, I think we'll discuss that in the next episode is like, how do we determine, um, you know, what we buy? Because like you said, there are so many, they're popping up every day. Um, lots of projects out there. Um, but there's, I think there's a way and we've kind of, um, mapped it out ourselves for, for our piece of, you know, for our, our peace of mind, when we go into a, a project, we got to hit the, these projects got to hit these checkpoints for us. Exactly. Right. And it's exactly. not going to be the same for everyone, but you, like you said, utility is, I think it's utility is the name of the game. I really think it is. I think going, I you agree. know, cause let's, let's face it. Like a lot of companies that, you know, are very high in demand companies, they haven't even gotten into the NFT space yet. Exactly. Right. And once they do, and they're going to provide that utility, right? Yep, exactly. I mean, it's, it's really cool to start to see like, and I would say like, they're kind of in their own categories and industries, they're innovators and they're, the, you know, mm-hmm. kind of first movers. It's like interesting to see like Nike dabbling with it, you know, Bud Light and, and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to see more and more of these massive companies. Like yep. I'm sure it's just a matter of time and maybe they already have it. Like I said, I don't know. I'm not a guru, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, McDonald's, right. Imagine like uh, Big Mac NFT. Like I could just see yep. that just being huge, but absolutely. Um, yeah, I think definitely utility is is one of the biggest, I would say, quote unquote, hype points. Um, but I, I do love the art too. Like I think as you start to get into it and you pick up a couple of NFTs, you're kind of like, yeah, that looks cool. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it's not all about, I think what people have to remember too, right? I think it's like, it's not all about, um, and a big part of it is like you want to make a re- return on your investment right Mm -hmm. but at the same time you want to enjoy it too you want to like you know there might be a project that's not very expensive but you like the art so you know what buy the nft like you know whatever that it's not all about the money i I don't think and and you know i think like um we have i think one or two that are kind of like that where it's kind of like the art's kind of cool um there might be a cool message behind it which i guess falls into the utility but yeah, I think yeah. there's definitely a, a checkpoint there in you know in our list of things that we look for as what is the artwork, what does it look like? Because if it if it kind of hits home to you and, and you like it, okay, well that's that might be worth it. It mm-hmm. might not be worth as many points as like what the utility is worth to us, but it might be a deciding factor. Yeah. Hey, like we don't see the utility yet. Again, you got to remember these are yeah. very new um, new projects that are coming out, and people sometimes just and that, it's also scary too. People just sometimes want to release their artwork, Definitely. and then they'll release the project and what it's about afterwards. We look for someone exactly. who has released a project who has um, 
you know, that has a good solid business background. Um, you can look at the team leaders and everything. I mean, I know I'm diving into it right now, but I mean, I guess the point is artwork definitely plays a factor. I just don't think it plays as much of a factor for me as utility, the team and like the vision for them. Importance of crypto for NFTs. So, you know, on that side of the, or that it's kind of a beginning piece, I guess, for NFTs, right? I think Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, there's a few cryptocurrencies that are required, you know, Ethereum and Solana. And, you know, one of the differences, I guess, is Solana can actually process more transactions um, per second than Ethereum. Ethereum is is slower, but Ethereum was kind of, I would call it like an OG of crypto. Right. It's kind of, it's one of the first ones, you know, it's, it's, it's like next to Bitcoin almost, right? So exactly uh, like they, they trend very similarly and and i think like a lot of cryptocurrencies do trend kind of similarly especially yep. compared to bitcoin but um you know it is a main uh driver of the nft space so you know how you get ethereum is like a really important note and you know in canada uh you know we've got um a few very straightforward ways to buy kind of your first cryptocurrencies like i kind of got started using wealth simple trade right and i really like their platform because it really dumbified everything for me and that's what i needed i needed it pretty you know in layman's terms and then be able to um you know, okay, like, um, you know, connect your checking account or whatever the case is, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I had a few other products of theirs, so yep. it was it was easy. And, and you know, they do have very low fees and whatnot, and it's really easy to get involved. Like, I think you can get started with either a dollar or $10, um, and then, you know, you go from there. So the first step for, you know, anybody getting into NFTs, I would say is use something like a Wealthsimple Crypto. Uh, you know, there's also... Um, Coinbase is one that I use. Um, yeah, Coinbase. Yeah. yeah. So basically the same thing, like there's, you know, thousands of different um, cryptocurrencies that you can find on that marketplace. And, you know, like for instance, Ethereum right now, I think is trading, um, I, I think one ETH um one full ETH coin is like worth like $3,300 Canadian or something to get Mm -hmm. get one ETH. Now you can just put in, you know, maybe a good starting point. Again, this is not financial advice, but this is where I started. Um, You know, it's put in like $200 Canadian gives me, you know, 0.06 Ethereum. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And yeah. then what I can do from that is um, I can transfer, I, I can hold that there and, and watch it grow if I'm just investing into, into Coinbase because it's cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. or I could use that cryptocurrency to buy um, NFTs, which is, you know, the name of our game here. Um, exactly. Exactly. And so that that's a really good uh, kind of bridge to the next part of the puzzle, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I have my cryptocurrency in my crypto wallet how do i buy an nft because if you you know for example on um well simple trade there is nothing no real information about buying an nft that's not what the platform is set up for yeah so then the next question is like how do i buy an nft right so then you start to hear these things like open sea and metamask and i think there's like another one like magic eden or something like that for sure there's a few there's a few of those so then what is what's that next step? Yeah. I mean, this was the hardest part for me to understand um, when I was buying my first NFT. Cause I was like, okay, I got my, I got my cryptocurrency in my Coinbase um, application. Uh, I'm watching my money kind of go up and down as the market, you know, tends to do. 
now I'm ready to buy an NFT. Well, okay, I need to have some sort of extension. And again, like I said, this was the hardest thing for me to understand. But once I played around with it for two days, okay, it's easy. I get it. It's a digital wallet is what it is. So obviously mm-hmm. we have our our own wallets that we have in our back pocket, which carry our debit cards and our cash. And, you know, for the ladies out there, they they have a purse with with their wallet. So think of it as you know, a, a digital, a digital wallet. Now this lives, um, as an extension of, um, of Chrome. So you have to create an account. Um, it'll ask you to, um, to set it up with, uh, with a normal password as you would for anything. So I think like a 12 character password, or I think it's like an eight character password, but then it's also going to give you, um, a secret 12 secret 12 word phrase. And I didn't really get mm-hmm. this at first, but because, you know, there's, you got to keep yeah. everything secure. Mm-hmm, I kind mm-hmm. of understand it now based on things that I've seen or heard of that mm-hmm. secret 12 word phrase. When you set up your MetaMask account, um, you got to write that down. You got to keep it in a safe place because what it does is it spits out 12 random words that you have to put in the correct order um, in order to verify your account sometimes. Um, not, it's not going to ask you for it every time, but in case you're, something's going on and someone's trying to hack your account, no one's going to know your secret phrase, but you. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. so important to write it down and to never give it out. Exactly. Right. Yes. Because people can, can, can hack you. Um, you mm-hmm. know, if anyone asks you, if you're somehow in a discord online and, and someone asked you for your, your 12, um, your 12 word password to verify quote unquote yes. your, your purchase, never do it because exactly. what they're doing is they're going to hack your MetaMask account. They're going to take all your money. They're going to transfer it to another wallet. Exactly. And then that, that's the big issue with this whole, you know, digital universe is the fact that yep. once it's gone, it's impossible it's gone. to retrieve it. There's yeah. no oversight really of any kind of enforcement and, and you're, you're out of luck. Right. So it's yep. really, important you know for viewers that are and and listeners i guess i should say that are listening in to um really look at where and what is asking for that if it's asked you know Mm -hmm. and which it should barely ever be asked but you know for a recovery of it like if you couldn't remember your password or what have you sometimes that could be an instance but you know we're talking some very um sleazy um people out there that are you know robbing probably a lot of people you know and you know it's as easy as some of these messages in the discord um that i think we will talk about uh in our next episode but um how simple it is to kind of realize oh my goodness i'm almost giving away too much information so it's really important people if you're listening in you will start to use these social media outlets um if you're getting into this world more yep and in this, in these social media outlets, there's also, um, you know, oversight is very minimal and security of their channels and, and discussion boards are very minimal. So that means bots can be in there as well as just yep. scammers. That are, it, yeah. You know, and, and to touch on that, it's so easy because you're so vulnerable in a new space, right? Like you just want to get the transaction over and done with because there's so much going on in your mind right? Like, exactly. am I doing this right? And then you get frustrated sometimes. Again, this is when you're brand new to it. Then eventually yeah. you get the hang of it, but oh, you, you find yourself kind of clicking back and forth. And then somebody out of nowhere messages you, like you said, in a discord. And it's like, oh, finally someone can verify this for me. I'm just going to give them my, 
<laughs> like here it is right it's just exactly easy to happy. we've heard so many stories about it oh, um i'm sure millions of um millions of dollars worth of ethereum has been stolen already but oh, if if you keep sure. that password to yourself written down somewhere locked away in a secure place no one can no one can really hack you unless you gave it away so just never give it away no one's ever exactly like, never ever ever right exactly um but to touch on that wallet you do need um and i've been guilty of this at times when i'm kind of looking at a project and to be ready to go buy um you know if you go to a store and you need to go let's say you go to the grocery store you want to buy um some groceries obviously you're not going to get out of there without having money in your wallet right mm -hmm. it's the mm -hmm. same thing when you're going to um you know an nft or a site or a domain to buy an nft when you connect your wallet to that site, it knows how much Ethereum or Solana, whatever cryptocurrency you have. You got to you got to have the right amount, not the right amount, but at least enough to cover that plus other fees exactly. to yeah. buy it. Right. So think of it literally as a wallet that's just attached to your that's attached to your browser. Definitely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And I yeah. think, um, you know, with that, it really becomes important like you said to really like you know when you're looking at an nft on a domain like ensure that that the source of that domain website is spelled properly and is from mm -hmm. a legitimate source so yeah you know like going back to discord uh you know it's a very great tool to see how projects are doing how the involvement is is there hype around it is the chat good or are people thinking this is sketchy, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But you know, a lot of them have legitimate links to official links as one of their channels. So that's yep. a good place to to make sure you're getting the right one. Because you'll even see an open sea, like there are projects that are, you know, duplicate names of a legitimate project yep. that somebody not paying attention, not seeing the trade activity or the yep. volume and, and and the details could buy an NFT that's really valueless as yep. a as it compares to the legitimate ones so. yep no I, I was guilty of that because i was really um i was really hyped to get on this one project and i saw it was available there on OpenSea for some reason i just i just like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get this before someone else does i'm like yeah this is perfect like yeah like i can't believe it's at this price well geez like i find out like five minutes later like what are you talking about like that's not <laughs> that's not part of our collection we haven't even done a reveal yet and you're sitting there with a with a revealed um, NFT, it's like it just, exactly. it just, it was way too good to be true. And boom, there goes um, like I think it was like 180 bucks Canadian. And then yep. all of a sudden, OpenSea caught on, and they um, someone was supported, and that NFT that I bought, which I know it was fake, but all of a sudden it was wiped. So they yep. knew exactly what was going on, and um, things happened really quickly in this space. Let's put it that way, really fast. But you know, at the same time, when when you're buying an NFT. And like, let's say the mint date, which, you know, that'll be our next kind of topic we're talking about when it, when it mints, um, you know, you assume there's a lot of traffic on that domain and to purchase mm -hmm. that NFT and whatnot, and you want to get on there and buy it. I really can't stress enough the importance of taking your time in yeah. the process, you know, making yeah. sure that, you know, maybe you're, you're ready to go with your browser open before and and you know you're set up with your ETH in your wall you're not trying to scramble to get it in because at that point just don't buy it you know yeah. just hold off and and get it in there securely yeah. and without too much going on because the mistakes happen when you're trying when you're in a bit of a panic or an yep. anxi anxiety overtakes your train of thought and you're just kind of going everywhere right yeah. so i think it's important to 
remind you know listeners that are just getting into this like really take your time like don't don't worry there's going to be another great opportunity to buy yeah and they're not going to sell quite as quickly as you might think uh, some exactly. of them sell very fast but like you know i've had a couple of instances where like i'm on there right at the mint time of like seven eastern time and then i'm like you know refreshing and then I realize, okay, like the mint's still open a good 45 minutes to an hour after, you know, yep. it wasn't as crazy as I thought. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you never know though, right? Because there's, yeah, there's ways true. to hype a project, yeah. there's ways to hype a project, you know, whether it be, um, you know, looking at their Twitter followers and maybe they've, they've purchased some that are just bots, right? You just say, oh man, I got to get on this. But yeah. like you said, checking the discord, doing your research, you can kind of get a good idea of what's going on. But um, yeah. you know, I know you mentioned minting and, and secondary markets. Um, you know, just to touch on that, people might not know what minting is. Now, the way <clears throat> that I see it is, um, you know, minting is like, uh, like getting the keys to a brand new house, except the house is a digital yeah. asset. Um, yep. but you're the, you're the first to live in it. So you're pretty much the first to have it. Right. Yep. Exactly. Um, I look first, at it kind of too, as like a, um, you know, just like coin being coins being mint, you know, yep. they're the very first mint of a, of a loony or <laughs> for the Canadians out there. Yep. Um, you know, it's basically, you know, it's, it, it you have the first mint of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's only so many, then it goes out into the secondary market, which could be just, yeah. you know, retail outlets and things like that, where, right. you know, okay, I buy a pack of Smarties and I get, you know, a dollar, whatever back. So then yep. that, that loony is a secondary, you know, but uh, minting is, is kind of that first uh, kind of production run kind of thing. Yep. I would say which so. you can only buy from the minting site or the the domain yeah. of the NFT, right? So exactly going to the secondary market would be like what we what's like OpenSea or uh, looks yeah, like rare. an eBay kind of yeah yeah those like an OpenSea or looks rare um, is another one would be a comparable to like an eBay exactly um, yeah right um, where it's it's uh it's second it's second hand let's say it's slightly used but i mean it's not really like you know there's no fingerprints on it like it's not smudged or anything um, well yeah exactly somebody else owned it somebody minted it and then they're else, yep. you know they're trying to um trying to sell it probably flip for it. a little yeah flip it for maybe a little more than what they yep. purchased it for but that's not even always the case right like yep we you and i have both seen cases where you know the mint price of the original asset Mm-hmm. is you know 0.04 ethereum crypto coins right and then mm-hmm. the um open sea price is actually below the mint price which is known as the you know the floor price um and then sometimes th- there's cases where people just you know maybe they need the money or whatever the case yep. is so they just have to sell but oftentimes you know you just, you'll see them on the secondary market being open sea yep. for that kind of you know return on investment to that original owner the, yeah, the very, yeah, the floor is what it sounds like. It's like the very lowest that you can sell it for at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it does fluctuate. It goes up or down based on, yep. you know, the project. But if you're trying to sell something on OpenSea, it usually gives you, um, it usually gives you a heads up that, hey, just so you know, the floor price is 0.03 ETH. You can't sell less than that. So you can sell it at the floor price or just above. Um, mm-hmm. in hopes that someone's going to come in and, and look to get into that project at the very lowest price. Exactly. Um, you'll exactly. see right now a lot of the projects that are out there, 
based on um, the market right now are a lot of them are very um, the floor price is a lot lower than the mint price. That's just like how the dollar kind of fluctuates, right? That's just the way that the market works. So if mm-hmm. you're looking to get into a, a project that maybe you missed the mint date of and it's sold out, maybe three weeks go by, you check uh, the secondary market and, oh, I can actually get into that project now for, you know, in dollar amounts, maybe, you know, $100 less than what I would have minted it for. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's a good, a good buy because now, two days from when you just purchased that secondary off the secondary market. Now all of a sudden maybe the market changes. Now it starts to go up. Now you've already made money on it. Right. Exactly. So just because you, just because you missed minting Mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean that you've missed out on a project. It's, I would always recommend to, you know, do your research. Like we said, there's always the possibility that you can check that project again. If you really like the artwork and you really thought it was pretty cool, but you just couldn't get in. Hey, maybe now's your chance to get in. Exactly. I think honestly, um, you see that a lot where you'll get a lot of like, you know, as you get more into this and you're starting to search things on your phone, you're going to see NFT, you know, targeted ads come up all over the place. And with that, you know, they're going to, a lot of them are going to say almost sold out or whatever the case is. And again, take your time. Don't feel like it's a rush. That's that's the whole idea of those ads is to really get you in there to buy some random project right away. But, you know, definitely, like you said, do your research and and you know come in with a bit of a game plan but also keep in mind that the secondary market's always going to have um they're going to have projects that you may have been interested in weeks ago on there so you know like you and i do you know we we find it's important to keep maybe like a like a spreadsheet of kind of like here's the site that i really like their art and the nft and here's some other aspects of the you know of of the nft that i like and some different Mm -hmm. um you know, I guess variables that you can almost weigh on, on a scale. Right. And yep. then like that, that's kind of how you and I roll. Right. And, yeah, and for sure. um, you know, I think another thing too, like for people is like, if you're really into this and you want to get involved in this, like do it with a friend. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think like, that's a great way of kind of um, exploring it and hedging your risk. Right. Cause yep, at the end 100%. of the day, I mean, now this, now this can be touchy because you know, if you're not, great friends or if you don't trust the other person and you're you know you're trying to um uh perhaps buy one ft between one nft between the two of you you know it might uh cause a little strain or what have you but if if you trust the you know the other person and and you have a good relationship with them you know you can really um kind of tackle things together and work as a team and then you know just have something simply written out that you know any kind of uh trades or sales of nfts of mutual yep. decision and then you know split profits profits right so 100 um that's kind of you know what what can help people get into it too you know because like at the end of the day like even at 0.04 eth and then whatnot like that's still to a lot of people like a sizable amount of money right For sure like that's that's a phone bill a month that's like yeah. whatever the case is right and to get a digital piece of art seems to some people still a little silly. And, you know, even though we, we see, you know, we're trying to kind of explain the opportunity there um, for those people that are still a little skeptical and feel like I can't even get in with, with, you know, a couple hundred bucks. um, Maybe it's worth, you know, a a really good friend like doing it together. Right. But just just make sure, yeah, make sure you can trust them. And, and, you know, in, in the case of, uh, of us, you know, you're, you know, you have, a, you're in full trust of each other, right? Yeah. I think it's really important. 
um, you wouldn't want to ruin any friendships or whatnot, but, um, yeah, that's really good I, advice for sure. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's a scary, um, it's scary at first, like we said, and, um, you know, 0.04 ETH, like you said, and let's call that, you know, 200 bucks, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. that's, you know, for, for what you, for what you get at, at first, what, like your perception of it. Yeah. It seems like a lot, but again, if you're, if you look at it through the lens of, okay, it's a long-term play, there's less exactly. than 5% of the world is in this right now. Wait till they all start, not all of them, but wait till more people start Even coming 10%, board. right? Yeah. Like, like imagine if that number doubled to, you know, having 10% of, of yeah. people involved, like yep. that's just a sizable more uh, amount of demand. Right. And I think yep. that like what, like you're saying, like, um, you know, it can get overwhelming. And, and honestly, people that are listening, like, um, try not to look at this as like, if I'm not buying NFTs, I'm falling behind because it's so early. I I really think you can be a very calculated investor in this with, with a minimal amount of money and the people that own the crypto punks and the board apes, those people are not all necessarily very wealthy, savvy investors. You know, it was timing almost for 90% of it. It was timing. Timing. Now you've got celebrities throwing stupid amounts of money into it. Yeah. But, you know, like, like my dad would say, there's a sucker born every minute. So, you know, that's kind of, um, where it's at. So like, you know, who knows what your 0.03 ETH could be worth if you hold on to it. Right. And so I think on the next episode, we'll talk a bit about like what to look for in our opinion. Again, do your own research. That's, this is not financial advice. We are just sharing our opinion what has worked for us, you know? Yep. Um, and how we're navigating this space because at the end of the day, this is kind of like, um, an exploratory podcast, I want to say where, you know, we just want to bring a community of people together that have no experience with this, that start to listen to our, you know, probably one or two, maybe three intro episodes as just pretext to the whole NFT game. And then, you know, they're kind of along with us for the journey. We'll, we'll hop on and talk about stuff each week, but um, for sure. And like, I think, yeah, like we said earlier, we want to really kind of give our takes on some projects um, and, you know, what, what kind of gets us going on those. So I think this is a good time to maybe just try it out and say, Hey, let's, let's talk about the first NFT that you and I bought about a month ago. Cause again, we're we're newbies in this space. It's still only been a month. It's crazy how, how time has kind of flown by um, and how quick it's gone, but Let's talk about the first uh, NFT we got into, and this will kind of be insight <laughs> to what to expect, um, you know, going forward in this podcast, because we, we tend to do a lot of research on, on projects coming up. Maybe, you know, we'll, we'll do one right now, but um, as episodes uh, come and go, you can expect us to do, you know, maybe, what do you think, like five to six different projects an episode? Yeah, I think, you know, we're just going to, we don't want to, you know, our whole goal, everyone is not to really... Um, like ramble on too much in terms mm-hmm. of like making these episodes like two hours long or anything. We just want to kind of look at a handful of projects yep. that look cool in our, in our unbiased opinion. Um, do your own research, you know, no financial advice there, but you know, this is what we think uh, we're going to look into and, and, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know, yep. um, you can either agree with us or disagree with us, but at least you're getting, um, you know, you're going to get solid research and you're going to get, um, a solid, uh, quote unquote roadmap from us on each project. So where we exactly. see it kind of going and if it does a check off this box and we'll kind of give them all a score too. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're going to give them a score. We kind of have our own little internal way of doing that. But I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we just want to, you know, show people the variables that go into an NFT purchase if you're yeah. not just buying it because it looks cool, you know? For sure. And I think, um, you know, if, if people have listened this far and are going to listen to this point, we've also got some cool things on our quote unquote episode roadmap where we have a NFT creator that's going to talk to us about his project. Um, and, you know, we're just going to kind of shoot the shit with like, you know, yep. and hopefully get some other people interested in coming on here and chatting a bit yep. what they, where they see the space going, you know, just kind of build a very organic community, like all these NFTs or a lot of them are trying to do. Right. And I yep. think um, like we said, we are not experts. So, you know, it, don't, Listen in if you're looking for some really quantitative analysis of, of, you know, some crazy trends and stuff. We're just looking at it from two guys, two Canadians that like to play some golf. And, um, you know, that hence our name, NFT yep. time. But, um, you know, that are that are curious about the space and we see potential in it, right? Yep. So for if sure. we can get other people interested, yeah, I think it's a win-win. But yep. I feel like I've said that once or twice. But um, our first NFT, Matt, take it away. So the first NFT that, um, well, do you want to do the first NFT that we bought together? The first NFT that you bought and I kind of followed because those are two yeah. totally different things and they're both on two <laughs> totally different, <laughs> two, two totally different, uh, roadmaps right now. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that one. Um, the first one we bought together or sorry, I guess separately, now I bought this NBA Top Shop NFT that was um it's really just like a video clip of like a play that has happened in the NBA. Yep. And um it was just very easy to navigate how to do it. Um and I thought it was kind of cool. I like watching basketball. Like I'm not just all about golf. Um you know, got the Leaf game on actually. Uh it's yeah, behind me here, but um you know, it's basically, you know, a digital video clip of the, of a basketball play from a random player. You don't know who you're getting. You can get, it's like opening packs. a deck. Of, it's like opening a deck of cards, right? Exactly. I kind of laugh though, because like they kind of made it look like a condom wrapper. So I'm just like, right. <laughs> there's some good opportunity to get like Trojan in there or Durex. I'm just yeah, like, for sure. But, so um, you, you get a play from someone. So like Fred Van Fleet hitting a jump shot. Now you own that play on the, on the metaverse forever. Yeah, exactly. Like I own, or sorry, the, on the um, on the blockchain forever. I, I own that that piece of video play. Now I think yeah. there's a lot of each clip, where um, I guess you're more quote unquote traditional NFTs. You know, there is like maybe ten thousand randomly generated NFTs that like have a similar basic look but have different features of them. Yeah, this is kind of different. Where it's like of my play, you know. Of course, I, I got all common ones, though, like rare ones or yep. anything. But like they, um, I think of my play, there's at least like 10,000 of them, maybe more. So, right. Um, yeah. So anyways, it was a really good way for me to dabble into it. They were very inexpensive compared to other NFTs. Like I think it was like $9 US. Right. So I got, um, I think I got a starter pack of those. And then I got, oh, this is one of those times when it was like, okay, the, um, special and it wasn't a special edition i forget what the pack was called but it was like a intermediate pack per se drops at this time and so like i was on my computer at like 3 p.m eastern it was a weird time right mm -hmm. but um and i got this other pack but again nothing of any kind of significance right now 
right now, <laughs> uh, maybe down the road. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, still have those. They're kind of on a separate kind of uh, marketplace platform, like NBA Top Shop kind of does their own thing, mm-hmm. which it would be really nice. Like, I, I'm not sure like to see it incorporated into OpenSea. I don't think it's on there right now, but um, I should have that open and check. But um, and so that no one's hearing a bunch of typing, I don't think it's on there, but it would be cool to see that incorporation. I think that just like shoots the value up of, of their whole you right. know, NFT collections yeah. like significantly. But I mean, it is what it is. Also, I think that they're they're now at a point where they're in so deep that like the amount of data to like amalgamate or just, you know, uh, consolidate with OpenSea would be very uh, overwhelming, I think, um, and costly, I'm sure. But anyways, yeah, that was that was the first one I got. Um, And then very, very quickly after that, C-bums. C-bums. (laughs) <laughs> so that's see <laughs> bums the bums, that's the bums. Um, that's the one that uh, you kind of got me into as well as my first nft um yep. you know i kind of just you told me about it that you were getting into it i said you know what? i gotta get into the space i've heard too too much shit about it i just gotta get in and see yeah. what happens so i kind of yeah. just dove in not even thinking you know not even wouldn't even at that point probably wouldn't even listen to the advice that were given to people today but um but if I knew what I know now, then, you know, I'd be a little bit more careful, but you know, it yeah. actually turned out to be a really good roadmap. Um, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a not, it's a not for profit, um, you know, charity, you can call it. It's an NFT that um, helps clean the oceans. So yeah. I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool. So I'm now like, I'm going to own this piece of art. Um, you know, the they're first cool too, like I do, I think they're cool. Right. Like I, I mm-hmm. like the look of them. They're kind of yeah. neat. So basically for those of you listening, if you're interested in C-Bums, it's a bunch of, um, you know, I think it's, what is it? About 5,000. Um, I think it's like, I think it's 5,000, 5,000 or 6,000 um, different, right different images. Um, they're all of this um, catfish that has different uh, rarity traits and, and, you know, different, um, you know, different colors, stuff like that. So not, like we said, it's an NFT, not, not one is the same. Um, I think the rarest one is like a like a catfish in like a Santa costume. It looks pretty pretty. It looks like a Grinch is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously we weren't blessed enough to get um, you know the, the rarest <laughs> one. We kind of got you know some normal ones, but it was nice to kind of get used to going through the the purchase and using MetaMask and you know checking it out on the secondary market, watching the floor price. Like this, this is like. You know, I kind of lost my my virginity to um, <laughs> to NFTs with this, so it kind of sucked for me to to let it go. Um, I I did sell it, and I did get pretty much my money back on it. I just didn't see I was I needed some liquidity to be honest, and we had already you know you and I had teamed up together, and we already kind of had four in our wallet. So I just say no, I'll just sell mine. And again, that was the first one I bought, and it was the first one I think I first or second one I ever sold. So you know, I got yeah. some good got some good money mileage out of it uh learned some lessons from it love the roadmap for sure i think it'll i think it'll it'll hit i think what they what they need is like um you know they, they do a lot of marketing from what we've seen i think they just need a, a celebrity like leonardo dicaprio or something to kind of jump on board and that thing they will need kind like of, james cameron on there or something you know it'll, get this it, type, yeah if they get something or someone like that um uh, with a say in a yeah. voice for that, I think it'll it'll take off. But right now, it's kind of just hovering around uh, a little bit below 
um, the min price, but that yeah, we bought 4. into, but, but that's pretty good given the market right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I think in like, okay, we were not first movers in this space. We made that very clear. Yep. Um, but this was pretty new when we got in, which was, you know, about, I don't know, how many months ago was that now? A little while I, ago. I said it was a month, but it might've been a little bit longer than that. Maybe a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Not that long. Um, but, you know, they, I, I am surprised that they haven't fully minted yet, but as far as I know, in my limited amount of extra external research, um, there has been a few other big name ones that haven't minted super quickly. Right. Yep. For sure. So, you know, these projects are what they call a slow burn, right? It's, um, you know, they, they put, um, they just, I don't know. It's, you get some projects that sell it like that. And, but the problem is with those is that the floor price drops drastically right away when someone gets their reveal or opens their quote unquote pack of cards and they get, they got one that isn't rare. So they chuck it up on open sea right away. And it's way below what they paid for. Cause they just want to get rid of it. Cause it wasn't exactly. rare. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. it's just not, like you said, it's not organic. And I think going forward, we're looking for projects that have utility that are organic, that have good community. Yep. Yeah, and exactly. I, I think C bump still checks that box for us. And um, if things change, then we'll always keep the listeners um, updated on that. But for now, I think it's, it's hopefully to the moon for, for C bumps. <laughs> exactly. To the moon for sure. I think that it is um, interesting that um, as far as I see on the discord social media uh, platform on their discord channel, it's called, um, they have a very great community. It's very um, grassroots. It's it's like if you're looking, if you're having a bad day, just go on there because honestly, they seem to be a bunch of great people. So yep. I, I do really commend them for that because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really sure if it's maybe, and this is the kind of thing that, you know, to, to build a platform and a channel like that and, and uh, I guess a community um, you know, it, it probably plays somewhat part in the whole team season ocean conservancy, conservancy, um, you know, uh, background of, of some of your funds that you buy your NFT go towards these ocean conservancy, uh, you know, types of charities. So like, you know, if you've got charitable, charitable people in a community like this, I think that, that, that's a good telling mm-hmm. sign of like, uh, a strong, like positive community because there are other ones that are awful that are, yep. you know, people are just assholes. And um, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's nice to see that. I think they've done a really good job with that. And I think they will sell out, you know, well, I, I know they're going to sell out at some For point. For sure. hundred percent going to sell out. But I definitely want to see them do well, not just because we are holding yep. C-Bums, but yep. shout um, out, yeah. uh, shout out C-Bums. Shout out C-Bums for sure. Um yeah, wishing them the best. And um, that was what we first got our, uh, how we got our feet wet, I guess, kind of together-ish, you know, in a sense of, I'm like, I got them. I'm like, hey, you check these out. You mm-hmm. got them. And then after that, we kind of thought, okay, like, there's so many cool projects. Like, we see a lot of things that have potential. How are we going to do this, though, right? Because, like, you and I, like, you know, we, we're not throwing all of our money into this. I mean, you have a family, you have kids. I just got a house in this crazy market and, and, you know, we can't just be buying NFTs left, right and center. We're not rich, you know, like, so how, how, how do we navigate that? Right. And that's when we kind of thought, let's, let's, let's tag team this. Right. For sure. 
for so. sure. Well, we did, we did call this, um, podcast, uh, NFT time, obviously a little bit of a golf, um, background for both of us. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we can probably, uh, cut this episode off, uh, with the first one, but for, for the first episode, but I'd like to get your thoughts. Um, you know, let's, let's do a, um, who do you think is going to win the masters? Yes. You know, it's a month, um, it's a month away. Oh God. You know what? I, I think, um, I think Justin Thomas could, could have a, have a run. Yeah. I, I got, uh, could I, I like that pick. I like that pick. I'm not sure. Not sure if he's fared totally to his potential at, um, at, at Augusta yet, but, um, yep. you know, he's definitely a threat every time he's in the field. Yep. Um, I think, um, I think I'm going to go, I wouldn't say he's a dark horse anymore, but I've, I've had him in the back of my mind for a couple months now. Um, you know, to, to do well at Augusta, I'm going with, uh, with the Norwegian Victor Hovland. Oh, uh, you know, I, lo- I love his game. I think he's going to yeah. be awesome. I, I think Victor is overdue. I think that, uh, for, for a major win, you know, I think he's up there all the time. Right. Yep. I think, um, he's exciting to watch. He wears his heart on his sleeve. I find yep. like, yep. just really, really enjoy watching him. Was really happy for Cameron Smith this week. Yep. Um, guys, yep. uh, he's got like this... a really humble dude. And yep. I really like that. He was just all about seeing his family after two and a half years, you know, that would, I can't imagine, you know, with, with the COVID lockdowns and, and Australia being so strict, right. Yeah. Um, not being able to see it, even, even somebody of his stature. Right. Yeah, for sure. No, he he putted, uh, he putted the lights out this weekend. And I think his odds right now are, are, uh, one to one to 10, uh, wow. for the masters. And I checked Hovland earlier and he's, uh, he's paying one, one to 19. So oh, okay. definitely some good, um, I'm not saying we're going to be a gambling podcast, but uh, <laughs> I like those odds. If you want to get in early, I think those two will be, um, my, my bet is those two that you just, that we just named there, Hovland, um, and Smith yep. will be definite, uh, contenders on Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure about JT. I'm not sold on it yet, but no way. Eh? Uh, you never know. You never know. I just yeah. like the other, I like the other two to, to do better. So, okay. But who's your dark horse then? Like, cause he, you know, one guy that always sticks out in my head is Molinari. Yeah. I mean, just battling injuries too, though. Right. I don't know. He yeah. was, he wasn't contention at some point this week. I saw him on the leaderboard. Yeah. Um, I think he kind of fell off uh, a dark horse. I don't know. I'd probably go with, uh, I don't even think he's a dark horse anymore. He's definitely not a dark horse because he's still like a top player, but I don't think people are giving Dustin Johnson enough credit. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not world number one anymore. He's kind of, I wouldn't say he's fallen off. He's still up there, but you know, he just, he didn't have a great um, a great third round this weekend, and he went out and shot the course record at, at the players or tied the course record. But I don't know. He just doesn't um, – unless he's the world number one player, he doesn't get enough love, I find. Yeah. So I, I like him as a as – a, for me, I'd consider him a dark horse. But, you know, for most, I'm sure they'll say, oh, what are you talking about? He's, a, he's like a, one of the best players in the world. Yes, he yeah. is, but I just don't think he's getting the credit that he deserves for already being a Masters champion because people are going to be looking at it as, you know, maybe Tiger's playing or we got John Rahm there, the number one player in the world. Rory looking for uh, a screen. Rory looking for his first screen jacket. Wrong. Yeah. 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 It's just I like the narrative, Rory. right? It's just the narrative for me. I think, I think Dustin is going to be a little bit shaded. Um, yeah. Because you're going to look at is Hideki going to defend? Um, JT looking for a green jacket, uh, John Rom being world number one. 
And then you got uh, Rory looking for his screen jacket. It's like, okay, so is Dustin like the fifth storyline here? And he's one of the best players in the world. That's the way I see it as him being a dark horse. It's so hard. You know, now I find maybe with the, you know, inconsistencies, not well, well, you know, physical inconsistencies of Tiger being out of the picture. Do you see like a lot of variation Right. Like, do you mm-hmm. see that too? Like a lot of variation in your top yep. 10, top 20 guys. Oh, yeah. Like I'm even like, there's so many names you could throw out there, like Kevin Kisner. Right. Like, yep. I mean, it's really hard to, to like, Oh, the, the betting now for golf. I mean, it's always, it's always difficult, but like, there's a I lot of parody now, in it for, for right now. There's a lot of parody in golf. Yeah. There's the uh, rotation is just insane. Right. Yeah. I mean, Anyone yeah. can win. And it's just like, uh, it's, it's honestly like, um, like like crypto right now it's up and down who's world number one who isn't it's um yeah it's just a crazy uh it's a crazy sport but it's it's exciting and the purses are getting bigger you know cameron yeah. smith won 3.5 million good uh, for him man. not a big deal he's gonna be but... <laughs> going on the fishing trip of his dreams yeah <laughs> if he hasn't it, already but it's just crazy where that sport is right now and uh, you know i look forward yeah. to uh to talking about it maybe not as in depth as uh, we just did now but hey i mean it's the first <laughs> episode and we're still um, figuring this all out. Still figuring it all uh, out. So, so uh, I'd like to give um, listeners a little shout out and thanks for for listening. If you if you stayed on for for this long, but uh, I'm looking forward to bringing you some more content and, and guiding you through, um, yeah. you know, some more NFT purchases and and then getting into the real good stuff of you know just doing some uh, some market research and some some research on projects because that's I think that's the stuff that really excites us. So I'm definitely looking forward to that exactly exactly so next week you know we're going to talk a little bit more do another intro just kind of you know talk about what we find our influences of nfts are you know how we how we navigate the waters and you know we'll do a couple more things in terms of you know avoiding scams and and some social stuff and and then you know we're we're jumping in so love it like like matt said thank you everybody for if you stayed on for listening, um, you know, make sure to subscribe and then pass pass this on to your friends, you know, and we're hoping to really build a community and be able to um, help you navigate the NFT waters. And and if you're into golf, too, I'd love to hear and I'm sure you would, too, Matt, some of uh, some of the golfers out there. Some hot takes. Playing. Yep. Yeah, where, where they're located and stuff, because this kind of thing has no kind of borders to it, which is exciting. So. Yep, for sure. Cool. Sounds good. Well, take care, everyone, and uh, we'll we'll catch you next, uh, next week.